You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1007 of Hippily Shorts. Hey everybody. So we're going to go back to something we haven't done in a little while. We're going to go to our friends at Ranker because I had something sent to my email that I thought was very interesting. So I thought we would jump back to that. Sounds great. This is 11 people who killed just to keep from getting caught in a lie. That sounds dumb. Yeah. True. Yeah. Most people have had a lie get out of hand. Maybe you've had to pretend that you like olives for the rest of your life or that you don't know how to swim, but it's nothing like the web of lies that are seen in the stories that are here. This is about mostly normal people leading relatively normal lives until the lies that they've been telling finally catch up with them. The only solution? Crimes of passion and straight-up murder. So what makes these creepy stories so unnerving? They're often about regular people who could be someone you know. Someone having an affair, someone with a gambling debt. We all know some people who struggle with the truth or lead something of a double life. But how far would they go if it all caught up with them? We'd like to think, never as far as murder. We'd like to. But the friends and family of the people on this list probably like to think that none of this would have ever happened to them. It's amazing what a lie can do. Yikes. All right, like usual, I'm not going to probably cover all these. I don't know if I will or not. I've been uh, kind of perusing through them, and there's some doozies in here. So the first one we're going to talk about is about a girl named Jennifer Pan. Jennifer Pan didn't just lie to her parents. She created a total alternate reality. Despite failing out of high school, she had them convinced that she had graduated, attended a local college for two years, and then transferred to the University of Toronto, just like her strict father had always wanted. In reality, she was staying with her boyfriend, Daniel Wong. Dang. Well, I mean, wasn't there like a graduation or something they should have went to? Yeah, I'm sure there's details that we won't know. Despite years of maintaining these lies with everything from forged report cards to fake textbooks, she was undone when she claimed to be volunteering at Sick Kids Hospital. That's, first of all, that's that's a, apparently that's a real name of something. Sick Kids Hospital. Oh. So there's a link to it. Anyways, her parents didn't quite trust it because she had no uniform or access card to the building. Pretty basic stuff. When her mother followed her to her supposed volunteer job one day, they realized something was wrong. They confronted her, and while she admitted to not attending University of Toronto, she didn't reveal that she hadn't even graduated high school. But the strict rules that her parents placed on her, like no cell phone or no computer use, meant that her relationship with Wong broke down and he started seeing someone else. This put Pan over the edge. When she and Wong reunited, they came up with a way to get rid of her parents and to get a $500,000 inheritance. They hired hitmen to stage a home invasion, making it look like Pan and her boyfriend were also victims and kill her parents. The only problem? Her mother was killed, but her father survived, and he was extremely suspicious of why the robbers had acted so friendly with Pan. Oh, gosh. Whoops. Pan was sentenced to life in prison, as were the others involved. 
That's so crazy. This next one is Jean-Claude Romand murdered his entire family after claiming to be a doctor. Jean-Claude Romand dropped out of medical school in Lyon, France after just one year, but he was too ashamed to tell his friends and his family of the failure. Instead, he simply just never told them. After graduation, he told everyone that he had been hired by the World Health Organization across the border from Lyon in Geneva. Every morning, he would head to work, only to put on a visitor's badge and hang around the Who Library. Roman married, and, and his wife never suspected anything about his lies. Roman also had a mistress, and he was lying to her, too. Of course, because he didn't really have a job, he needed some way to make money, and he did that by acting as a financial manager for friends and relatives while secretly stealing money from them. Eventually, his lies started falling apart, and Roman knew that he'd have to come clean. So in 1996, he beat his wife to death with a rolling pin and then shot both his young children in the head. He also shot his parents and even their dog. Finally, he attempted to strangle his mistress, but she fought him off. Roman attempted to commit suicide, but was rescued by first responders who was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. People are idiots. I mean, why did... So he would rather kill yeah. his entire family, basically. How are you going to Than do just that? to admit that he was a liar. Right. He's, he was obviously committed to his lie. Yeah, definitely. He needed to be committed, period. Yeah. That he was. So, anyways. Eyes just ain't worth it, people. Here's the last one we'll do today. We'll pick up on it tomorrow. Hazel Buchanan and Colin Howell may have killed to cover up their affair, but you have to give them credit. They very nearly got away with it. This is a crazy story, I'll tell you ahead of time. This is one I've checked out. Buchanan was married to a policeman by the name of Trevor. Colin Howell was married to a woman by the name of Leslie who was pregnant with their fourth child. Both couples, get this, were very religious. And when they discovered that they were having an affair, Buchanan and Howell asked the church and spouses for forgiveness. So they promised to end the affair. So they come clean completely mm -hmm. to both of their spouses. But they weren't going to end them. Even though they said they were, they weren't going to end it. They kept having the affair. But when they got sick of the charade of being married and worried about their lives being uncovered, they took action. Using a hose, emitting carbon monoxide fumes from his car, Howell killed his wife before driving to Buchanan's and doing the exact same thing to her husband. All this while the children slept in the next room. They then drove the bodies off to another location and created a suicide scene, complete with family photos, church music, and a letter that Leslie had previously written threatening to take her own life. So they actually had an old suicide note of hers. Oh, dang. But they is. The deaths were found to be a double suicide. This was in 1991. Buchanan and Howell get together, but they separated six years later. So here's the key, and you should always know this is what's going to happen. Years and years later, Howell had a 
come to Jesus moment and decided to tell the truth in 2009. So you're looking at 18 years later. But he didn't just out himself. He outed her too. She at first said that she was forced to participate because he was very manipulative. But soon it became pretty clear that she was a willing participant in what happened. Howell was given life and Buchanan was given 18 years. Get away with it all those years and then just up and say it. Yep. That's crazy. I mean, here's my situation with that. First of all, you're so religious that once the affair has been uncovered, you go ask the the church for forgiveness and your spouses. But then you keep right on doing it. Mm-hmm. So then you're, quote unquote, so religious that you end, up, you end sure. up killing two people. And I don't know how I I don't know how this was set up and believable to be a murder suicide to begin with, because it wasn't the two people having an affair. It was the spouses. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the odds of. The husband and the wife of opposite people getting together and doing a suicide pact. That seems very odd. Yeah, it does seem odd. But anyway, so they fell for it and had 18 years of freedom. So. All right, guys, that's this episode. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow and we'll have some more of these because we only covered, I think, three of them. There's right. like eight more to go. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Hey, guys, welcome to episode 1008 of Hillbilly Shorts. Hello, everybody. So, as promised, we are back with more uh, killing and stabbing and whatever these people were doing to cover up their lies. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad people. All right, so here's... This one's a short one, and I'm probably going to pr- definitely mispronounce this name, but it looks like Yang King Pai murdered 17 people to cover up murdering two people. <laughs> That sounds kind of ridiculous. Some people kill to cover up a crime. Yang King Pai killed 17 people to cover up a crime. Oh, and that crime was killing his parents. He and his parents had had an argument about money and trying to keep his gambling debts a secret. He ended up killing them. So He was gambling that they would <laughs> shut their mouths. So far, so normal as far as murder goes. But when he decided to kill his neighbors, 17 of his neighbors, to make sure that they didn't get, that he didn't get caught for killing his parents, you know, because there's nothing suspicious or attention grabbing about killing 19 people, mm-hmm. Yang King Pai was unsurprisingly caught and eventually confessed. Well, there you go. Might as well. Ignorant. Darren McArdle murdered his best friend rather than admit that he had gambled his money away. Darren, John McArdle, and John Rakos don't exactly reach best friend forever status. More like best friends until one kills the other to cover up a lie, which is slightly less good. (laughs) Basically, McArdle didn't want to admit that he had lost about $6,900 he owed Rakos at poker machines and racked up a gambling debt. He was embarrassed to admit his betrayal, presumably because they were such good friends. But apparently, he wasn't such a good friend that he couldn't hit Rakos in the head with a steering lock repeatedly until he died. Different strokes for different folks. I mean, why? I don't understand why, what people are thinking. I don't know. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. I couldn't imagine 
I couldn't imagine at any point in time deciding, even if it was a stranger, I think it's going to be easier to kill him than to admit to him that I lost his money. Mm-mm. Let alone a friend. Yeah, I suppose a friend, yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible decision. A man killed his wife to hide an affair, then burned his house down to hide the murder. That that actually happens fairly often. Oh, yeah. And the, unfortunately, that's something that's not, you know. Some people really don't want their affairs to get out. In order to keep up alive, but being a devoted husband, Darren Byrne, what's a fitting name, went to some pretty extreme measures. After being caught having an affair by his wife for the second time, he allegedly knocked her unconscious and burned her to death. But it doesn't end there. In order to cover up the murder, he then allegedly burned his whole house down to disguise it as an accident. Talk about a lie that got out of hand. Not only that, but he continued in his calculated charade and received sympathy as a grieving widower until the lies began to unravel. Not exactly husband of the year. (laughs) How many times has somebody burnt down a house and it not got caught? I mean, they always use gas or some kind of accelerant, which the fire department always finds. I was going to say, they usually can figure out the cause or whatever. They kind of know what's going on. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I know if I'm going to burn down a house, I'm not going to use accelerant. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll just light a curtain on fire and just stay in the house until it gets a good and smoldering and something. Yeah. That's the only way to do it. And maybe set a candle close to it where they go, oh, there was a candle next to it. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like you've thought this out. Don't follow me for tips on burning a house down. (laughs) Please don't. Really, I'm just speculating. A three-way with a teenager pushed a violent relationship to murder. I mean, I like Skyline too, but Jesus. (laughs) When Dr. Shamari Leonage and her husband, I already was thinking it was a guy, but apparently not. (laughs) Her husband, Denendra something else, started up a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl to spice up their relationship. There was no way to know how it would end up. Athakalor something allegedly had some pretty strange sexual proclivities. He was, he was reportedly also abusive, physically and emotionally. He would participate in bizarre coercive behaviors like making his wife pose for a camera while strangers online watched for hours on end. But it was the three-way affair that had him, that had her worried. She thought her career would suffer if word got out. The only solution? Apparently bashing her husband to death with a hammer in bed. That's one way to keep things quiet, except for, you know, the very public trial and everything. I mean... How about trying this first? You know what? I don't want to do that no more. So let's not do that no more. Yeah, take the easy way out. You might want to try that one first. I'm pretty <laughs> sure if you said, hey, we're going to either not do this anymore or I'm going to bash you in your head, I'm pretty sure he would say, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. Just my thoughts. I could see that. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow and we'll finish this list up. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Hey guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. 
If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.